Happy holidays, everyone. Welcome to the 2023 edition of the Christmas Movie Countdown here at Allentown Presents. I am your host, Katie, and I am joined by my handsome husband, Otis. Yellow. And we will be reviewing a Christmas movie every day from December 1st to Christmas. So sit back, relax, and enjoy episode number five, The Powerpuff Girls, Twas the Fight Before Christmas. <laughs> Sugar, spice, and everything nice. These were the ingredients chosen to create the perfect little girl. But Professor Utonium accidentally added a secret concoction to the mix. Chemical X. And thus, the Powerpuff Girls were born. Using their super ultra powers, Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup have dedicated their lives to fighting crime and the forces of evil. I almost got it perfectly. But this is the first direct-to-video Christmas special based off the Powerpuff Girls. This bad boy released October 7th, 2003. It was nominated for a Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Animated Program, but it lost to Star Wars Clone Wars. Yeah, it happens. It makes sense. So, uh, this is a pretty simple story. Christmassy as shit. It has the, what, uh, the night before Christmas yeah. overlying theme in the, the narrator, does it? But this is a story about the Powerpuff Girls having to deal with Princess Morbucks, probably one of the most annoying <laughs> villains that the Powerpuff Girls deal with, and Santa Claus. So, Katie, what did you think about Twas a Fight Before Christmas? Um, I really liked it. I don't remember watching this as a kid, but I really like watching it now, even though, you know, I'm an adult and I haven't watched the Powerpuff Girls in probably a decade, at least. I loved it. It is everything that makes you like the Powerpuff Girls. Everything about it is in this episode. There's a little bit of all the main characters. Uh, you get a little bit of Professor Utonium. You get a tiny bit of the mayor and uh, Mrs. Bellum. And you get a little bit of the teacher and the rest of the class. You get Princess Morbucks, of course, because she's the villain in this. You don't get to see too much of the other villains, but you do get a tiny bit of, like, here's what their Christmas wish was. So you do get, like, a tiny bit of, like, here's Mojo Jojo, and he's decorating his fucking lab for Christmas. And it was really cute and really well done, I think, for an extended episode of The Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, every time some of my favorite shows have a Christmas episode or just a holiday episode, I remember Dexter's Lab used to have specific holiday episodes, and I always thought it was really cool because it's... You know, it, it it's its own world, but then you're, you know, they're reminding you that, yeah, Christmas still happens here. I'm like, that's really cool. But no, this was really fun. I don't remember watching this when it came out in 2003. I was still, I mean, we were still in high school. Mm -hmm. So I know I was watching it because I loved Powerpuff Girls a Same. lot. But I just don't fucking remember watching this when it came out. But it wasn't my first time when we just watched it for sure but parts of it felt i don't know i think i've watched it before but no this pretty was... sure we watched this last year just like randomly i think we saw it on like it was on a streaming service and we were like oh yeah that's short watch it and we yeah. just like watched it real quick and didn't do anything with it but yeah that's true so this bad boy runs for 44 minutes if you don't have any type of commercials in it and you can check it out on vhs dvd or max hbo max but 
Uh, we'll get through the story real quick. It's 44 minutes. It, it, it does not have time to fuck around. Though, with scenes in Craig McCracken-led f- animation, he loves scenes where there is no talking at all. Uh, there was one scene where uh, the, the girls were asking Bubbles, like, well, what happened to the presents? And she just shakes her head. And then, like, what about this? And she just shakes her head again. They love scenes where there's no words and it's just sounds. They uh, Samurai Jack happens all the time in it. So uh, I just love this type of animation from Craig McCracken. He is the best. Uh, Primal is a really good show. If you want modern-day Craig McCracken, check out Primal. It's really good. So uh, it is the day before Christmas Eve in the city of Townsville. <laughs> And so the students at Pokey Oaks Kindergarten, Pokey Oaks, that's such a silly name for a school, they are waiting for Santa Claus and all the things that entails. So they have to get ready for decoration and they have to write out their list for Christmas. Uh, Buttercup is finishing up her list at the last second like a grumpy person would. And Bubbles is like, bruh, I, I wrote mine on the 26th of Last year, of December. baby. <laughs> a whole ass year. So while they're talking about Santa Claus and what they want to do and all this stuff, they deal with Princess Morbuck. So this character is a kid the same age as them, but is dangerously spoiled. And I say dangerously spoiled because I want to say at this point, there are four specific episodes with Princess trying to take over the world. Or just kill the Powerpuff Girls. Honestly. Ruin Townsville to be the mayor. All this wild shit. She's five. Yeah. Her end game is to get, she wants to be a Powerpuff Girl really bad. Mm -hmm. Because it's something she can't have. Because you have to, I don't know, get splashed with Chemical X, honestly. (laughs) So uh, Princess really, really, really wants to be a Powerpuff Girls. And the girls tell her, like, well, you can't, bruh, because... We're special. Yeah, you're evil as fuck, and Santa won't even give you a present. You're going to get coal in your stocking because you're naughty. Naughty, naughty, naughty. (laughs) And it's funny, Princess keeps asking people, am I naughty? And her, like, limo driver is like, oh, shit, I don't want to answer this. Oh, the the window (laughs) magically rose up. And she calls him on the limo phone. (laughs) Am I naughty? Oh, I can't tunnel the... Is it? <laughs> She's like, we're not going through a tunnel, asshole. I'm I in the see. same car. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's pretty funny. So Princess realizes that nobody's telling me if I'm a fucking bad kid or not. I got to find out on my own. So she hops in a private jet and flies to the North Pole because she's got money like that. Her dad has money like that. And sneaks into Santa's workshop. And so it's a whole scene, no words. And it's her just being an absolute ninja crawling around the workshop. And she gets into Santa's office. Using her expensive spy equipment. Yes. And so she finds out that, uh, I don't know how this works, but she's the only goddamn kid in the world on the naughty list. And the rest of the kids in the world, they're good. They're going to get whatever they want. And she gets so pissed, and she realizes she's got a plan. She erases the naughty and the nice on both of the papers. Uh, This Santa is low-tech. No type. He has a computer, but he has everything just on paper. So he erases the naughty above her name and puts nice in the and writes naughty on a gigantic list of good kids. And then giggles and then hops out the window and heads back home. 
And so she is pumped to see what the fuck's gonna happen. So Christmas Eve, Bubbles wakes up as she hears Santa scooting off. And she discovers that in her stocking is a lump, lumps of coal. A fuck ton of coal. And so she she's like, this is fucked up. Like, I'm a good kid. She looks at her sister's stockings full of coal. She's like, nope, this ain't right. Goes next door and X, uses her x-ray vision and discovers that everybody on the block has lumps of coal. She screams, wakes up her sisters and like, bruh. I got coal in my stock. And they're like, oh, well, you're probably fucking up. He's like, you got coal too? They're like, no, we didn't. And they check everywhere. Everyone got coal, unfortunately. They meet up with Princess. And now she has powers like them. So Princess's wish, her Christmas wish, was to get superpowers. Later on, Santa's like, no one asked for powers. But apparently, that is a Christmas wish you can actually get which is absurd to me. <laughs> so the Powerpuff Girls decide that they are going to try to talk to Santa and try to get this shit reversed because they're great kids. And Princess is like, oh, I'll just get there first and tell Santa, hey, I'm the only kid that was good this year. These bad kids are being bad. Help me, Santa. And they're like, he won't believe you. And so we get ourselves a chase across the world. So the girls are chasing Princess and... It's multiple scenes of people crashing into shit. We get trees smashing into folks, flying off, people crashing into houses. But they all end up in Santa's workshop. So they crash land and they break his sleigh and they scare off the reindeer. Santa is tired and worn out and sad because all of the kids in the world except one kid was bad. And he's like, I had to give up so much coal. I'm so disappointed. Like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not helping these kids in the world. All these kids are shitty. And so, at first, he's on Princess's side because he's like, well, that's the good kid. Like, yeah, the good kid gets powers because they were good. But then the Powerpuff Girls kind of name drop themselves a little bit. And Santa's like, wait, oh, you guys are the Powerpuff Girls? The Powerpuff Girls that save the world constantly and they're the best kids in the world? Oh my god, I'm so sorry that I believed her. No, you guys are awesome. So, Princess freaks the fuck out in front of Santa and they're like, you need to believe me. It's like, I hate this, I hate you. And she, you know, this is what happens when rich people don't get what they want. They get mad. And so, she threatens Santa, saying her dad is just going to build a parking lot over the North Pole, and she flies off. So, Santa taps his nose and turns her powers off. She actually takes them away and puts Princess on the permanent naughty plaque. And so, she will always get lumps of coal in her stocking. And so, Santa is like, I gotta fix this. I gave all the kids in the world coal in their stockings. And so, he's like, oh, this is fine. It's just a rush job. I've done this before. But unfortunately, the sleigh and the reindeer, well, the sleigh is broken and the reindeer are everywhere. And so, he realizes that the Powerpuff Girls can do this because they fly stupid fast. They got to the North Pole in, I don't know, five minutes. <laughs> so, the girls drop off all the presents in the world and they drop Princess off in jail on their way there. And so, after finishing, it's daytime. It's, a, you know, light is breaking out, and they go to bed. They've been up all night. 
And Professor Utilium runs into the room. He's like, it's Christmas, you know, screaming. And they're like, no, just let us sleep, please. Just like, you know, the reverse of kids and adults. And then they think about it. They're like, wait, what the fuck? It's Christmas. Fuck sleep. And they get up and they run to play with their presents. Hooray. Uh, this bad boy short. So, Katie, who's your favorite character or your favorite thing in was the fight before Christmas. My favorite thing about this was the narrator and the speech the narrator gave. They worked so fucking hard to make this entire script play out in rhyme. Like, to have all the narrator parts rhyme. All the things he was talking about in Townsville with the heroes and the villains and all of these different things. Like, there's so much random stuff. Like, random freaking words yeah. in the Powerpuff Girls that he had to throw in that they made work into this rhyme scheme thing. I was just, like, freaking impressed. Like, it starts out just like Twas the Night Before Christmas and all of Townsville, like, whatever. Fine. But then as it keeps going and he continues it for the entire 44-minute show, I was just freaking beyond impressed. It was really cool. I enjoyed actually seeing Santa Claus. So in this world of little girls that are probably as strong as Superman or Omni-Man, if you watch Invincible, actually the creators of <laughs> Invincible and Craig McCracken, um, they keep sassing each other about who would win in a fight. The three pop-up girls versus Omni-Man. And someone drew a of actual realistic picture of the Powerpuff Girls slumping Omni-Man. And they probably would, because three of them, and apparently they're indestructible. They can't die. They accidentally went back in time once. So Powerpuff Girls are absurd. But it's just really cool to see a world with Santa Claus, and he can give people powers if he felt like it. It's It was just really fun to see. And in just easily, uh, like... Craig McCracken world, Santa Claus is like this gigantic man with the coolest looking beard. He looked a lot like the Scotsman from Samurai Jack, honestly. But he's got this gigantic beard, and it just looks awesome. And there were some cover pictures, like for the storybook adaptation of Santa Claus in the sleigh with the girls. Santa looks fucking awesome. His beard is like way bigger than like his whole face and his, part of his body. And it just looks absolutely legit. But that's that type of animation, how they draw things. And it just looks really cool. But, you know, obviously, the Powerpuff Girls were awesome. But it was really cool to see Santa Claus in this. So, Katie, who was your least favorite character or least favorite thing about this story? I mean, my least favorite character was clearly Princess. She was absolutely awful <laughs> but she's like that throughout the entire show yeah so it's not like get, she changed her she didn't change her character at all they kept her character very much the same she's been asked but since day one she, she has and she is the worst little kid that you've ever seen you know the kid who can't live like two seconds without getting whatever they want who screams and yells and cries when they don't have their ipad right away or don't get their applesauce immediately or whatever like that's fine in a two-year-old, but not in a five-year-old. And Princess is a kindergartner. So it's just, like, it's super grating and upsetting. Especially, like, because I work with kids, little kids like that. It's just, like, somebody needs to beat that little girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> not that I beat kids, but, but like, come on. 
Somebody needs to just tell that girl no. Um, Mr. Morbucks, whoever he is, I don't know that we ever saw him in the actual show. Uh, but he it might just be a voice. I don't know. He's like never there, which is part of the problem, I'm sure. But somebody needs to stand up to that little girl besides the Powerpuff Girls, like the teacher and all the servants and stuff, because that girl's just running amok. My least favorite thing about this episode was that the story was about Princess dealing with Santa Claus and all that stuff. So other characters in the world didn't get that much time. We did get to hear Miss Keen, their teacher, which she doesn't really get that much time usually. So it was cool to hear that. But the mayor actually didn't have any lines. He was just decorating, just like Miss Bellum. And Mojo Jojo didn't actually have a line but he was actually being good for once, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like, bro, I'm just trying to just get ready for Christmas. And it it stinks, but this wasn't a story about them. But I love the mayor. The mayor is a mess and he's an idiot. And Miss Bellum, I would take them having lines anytime. So the fact that they didn't have lines was kind of sad. Well, the little part that it led to them was hilarious. Yeah. So the narrator's talking about everyone's, like, Christmas wish uh, and what they put on their Christmas list. And the mayor wished for a, like, Susie Talks A Lot doll, basically. <laughs> something like that. Like this little talking back baby doll. And Mrs. Bellum, or Miss Bellum, basically um, wished for the mayor to not be so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're awesome. And just, I want more of them, but, yeah, you know, it's... You can, you can only, only fit do, so many people yeah, in 45 minutes, minutes. Yeah, It's a lot. So, uh, let's do seven word synopsis. I only have one, and boy howdy, it's it's to the point. Princess Morbucks is a badass kid. Uh, not badass like, you know, kick ass or, I don't know, John Wick. Badass like a bad fucking child that needs to get hit. Uh, Katie said it first, but I'm going to say it too. The kid needs to get hit. <laughs> uh, she does. The Powerpuff Girls beat her ass a lot. And she gets back up. She's tough, really. She takes punches from the Powerpuff Girls and gets back up, you know, it's, Powerpuff Girls habitually put people in the hospital. They like beating people up. Uh, but yeah, she does good. Katie? In a similar vein, Princess Morbucks is an entitled little bitch. <laughs> and then my second one, Spoiled Girl tricks Santa into giving powers. Yeah, that's pretty easy. She caught him when he was, like, tired. Yeah. And, well, before, she just, like, switched the names over, and he was like, damn, that's a lot of naughty kids. Oh, well. And went about his life. He didn't even double, like, didn't he didn't check his l- papers twice, like Bubbles asked. Like, did you check them twice? He's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, this was an episode of a show, so there was no budget or box office. I'm actually curious how much it takes to make an episode of Powerpuff Girls, because this was technically two episodes, 44 minutes. But I'm curious how much effort and stuff. I mean, animation takes a lot of effort. But I'm curious how much it costs to make this episode. Uh, the music, they didn't have to pay for anything because, oh, damn it, what was it? Public Domain? Oh, p- Public Domain Christmas song? Something, something. Yeah, so. <laughs> I think it was that. Or it's, I don't know, it was like to Jingle Bells or something. Yeah. So they just, you know, got it close enough, but then some songs are just public domain at this point. Like, you can use it and no one's going to sue you, you know? So, uh, do you have anything else to say about Twas the Fight before Christmas before we get out of here, Katie? 
It's really good. If you only have uh, 45 minutes, watch this. You'll like it. Yeah, you kids will dig it. It's a fun one. Or just if you enjoyed Powerpuff Girls back in the day, give it a shot. Mm-hmm. It's really good. So if you have questions, comments, or suggestions on what we should watch next, you can hit us up on Twitter at Allentown Pod, on Facebook at Allentown Presents, or send us an email at allentownpresents at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to the fifth episode of our Christmas movie countdown. We'll be back again tomorrow for another episode. Bye. Okay, see ya.